Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Balance of Opinions podcast with your boy, Key Crush Glass, and my homegirl. This is Free Free Law. And our two guests today. Miss Sasha. Danny here. Okay, okay. Da Vinci's not present. He's having a, a, a tough time with the migraines. He's a little underneath the weather. So I'm going to be the only male on this one right now. Eee, I don't like it, but I, I, I'm here for the smoke. Um, we're going to talk about relationship problems in a sense of people not communicating, getting the wrong cues, and then we're going to turn it over to uh, that uh, that guy, that, that five foot two guy that needs a booster seat to have, have, have an actual relationship named Tory Lanez. But we're going to start with the relationship goals. So, oh, not relationship goals, sorry, with the relationship problems in general, dealing with uh, male and females. So, uh, any of you ladies want to start off before we... We uh, hit that video, get a little clip of that. Well, no, I, I think the video will be a good um, little opener. Okay. Uh, that you sent out and all of us got a chance to to watch. So maybe we'll just give a little bit of a rundown on the video is um, a guy and a girl, they had a one night stand. And I think I'll even kind of use that term loosely. They had slept together once. Um, and then they're revisiting that interaction uh, through a series of questions individually and then with each other. And it just really highlights how uh, communication can get lost and misconstrued. Uh, so yeah, run the clip and we'll talk about it after. Okay. I had a one night stand with Madison. My name is Madison. I had a one night stand with Cody. How long ago was it? Uh, probably happened five years ago. How did you know that? Cody was introduced to me by a mutual friend. I thought he was super cute, so I was willing to go on a date with him. You know, we were more friends. We had hung out a few times, but she was definitely hesitant about going anywhere further than friends. And we had never done anything either, so. We definitely kissed. How did it all happen? How did it start? One night, she invited me over for some drinks. I vaguely remember maybe watching a movie with him in my bed. Did you guys drink? I honestly can't remember at all. Uh, we were drinking vodka. <laughs> we had gone to her room, and then I think I had kissed her a little bit, and we were laying on the bed. The actual initiation of sex was kind of weird. And I think that she got a little upset and she said that she didn't want to have sex and she just wanted to hang out. I had talked about not being sure right, stop right there, stop right there, stop right there. Really wanting to. Stop right there, stop right there. I understand. For me, they both are a little weird. I don't know too many people. I'm speaking from my own personal experience. If a girl invites me over, and we watch movies in the bed. She talked about Netflix. She ain't even got to say to chill. Because if she tried to have a movie in her living room, then for me, I know ain't nothing going to happen. But we laying down in the bed watching movies, drinking. Ain't no bumping the uglies going on. But what we doing in there? We, we just going to take a nap? I, I'm asking no, no for real. Can, I, I'm not tripping. It can be assumed that... That was a Netflix and chill situation um, because of the setup. Like, if someone invites me to their home, 
to watch a movie. I know you're probably going to watch the credits and entertain me for a bit until you're ready to clap them cheeks. Like, that's how I feel. Okay. Okay. Well, what about you two lovely ladies? Daddy? Free? Pretty much. I mean, if you're, you got alcohol in the mix and you're in your bedroom, I mean, that's kind of like an already unspoken invitation to like, hello, I want to smash. Right. It's true. Um, and I, I don't even think so much the where. I think, of course, the bedroom clearly, uh, well, I guess not clearly in these, <laughs> in their case, but, um, you know, the, the insinuation of something else going on is there. But I think we've all maybe had an experience, you know, that we go over to somebody's house to watch movies. I think in our adult years, you know, going over to watch movies, it's senseless TV for 15, 20 minutes, and then you get it on, right? So I think um, I understand where his assumption was coming that, you know, this might be more. Um, it's kind of weird. I find that if she didn't want to, which she did state, right? But then why have him also in your bedroom? Right, so she may have thought she was giving off one message, but he was definitely receiving something else in the fact that they were in the bedroom together. But watching movies and drinking alcohol. But to play devil's advocate, maybe she was on board at first or thought she was like, oh yeah, I'm ready for this. If it becomes physical. Yeah. And then maybe she changed her mind at the time. Because as women, we're allowed to change our mind at any moment, any time, which we do Absolutely. all the time. <laughs> yeah absolutely so for me personally she can go ahead and change her mind my reaction is going to be like and you might have to bleep this out bro a little bit you know bitch why the fuck you got me in your room you want to watch a movie and chill we can do it in the living room we, where, why, why we have liquor here what the fuck are we doing like really you got me over at your house at night this ain't no daytime flex. At night, I'm in your bed with you. We sip the matas, whatever. And we watching a senseless freaking movie. In my mind, from the phone call at 12 o'clock at night, I'm like, I'm getting something. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no second thought. There's, oh, I'm going over there. We're going to have a few. We'll talk a little bit about God knows whatever. And then, you know, I, I might slide my hand on the hip. And see if she if she if she dashed the hand off, then I'm like, all right, this bitch play. You know what I mean? Cock back up, like whatever, man. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? But I understand the changing in the mind, but why send that if you're so if you're getting, if you might be hesitant? Why not start somewhere where do you know what I mean? If he makes his move, it's a little bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? A little a, a little less angering. If they're in the living room and he does, he puts his hand on her, he tries to give her a kiss. She's like, "You're not over here for that. We're not in my bedroom. We're, we're in the we're in the living room, watching a movie, sitting on the couch, chilling. Your bedroom is made for certain things. I know you can have sex anywhere. People have sex outside. People have sex on an elephant. I understand these things, okay? <laughs> but your bedroom, when you invite somebody over, male or female, nine times out of ten, gives the other person the thought." That you clapping them cheeks. Am I lying? No. No. 
you know, you're definitely right. Not to put you ladies on the spot, but you know what I mean? Like, if you are going to invite a gentleman over, if you invite him over to your house and you guys are in the living room, he shouldn't have no thoughts about that unless you engage. Correct? True. Is that fair enough? I think the safest thing to do is actually have an actual date at a physical location that is no one's home. That way you can get to know that person and you don't have the same pressure for having sexual relations. Because this is a date. That's it. If you choose to do whatever afterwards, after that date, but if you're out somewhere, then you can have that conversation and kiki like you thought you would at home in bed watching a movie. <laughs> well, hold on. You 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 said the two key words, right? In bed. Yeah. Watching the, the environment is you can you can have some the environment but you can have some, some that like ooh, it's sexy time. <laughs> Well, the, of course, it's the bedroom. But if it's your living room, it's not necessarily going to set up sexy time. It could literally just be, hey, you know what I mean? Just come over and chill. Instead of going to the bar and eating food that we probably don't want to eat or drinking liquor we don't want to drink, we could chill out here. I've got a TV. The lights are all on. No lights are dimmed. We're just watching the movie. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I'm a male. I'm just saying, I take certain hits a different way. If I come to your house... And we go into your bedroom to watch a movie. Like I said, I'm thinking we bumping uglies. If we sitting on the couch, I'm like, okay, let me see how the first 10, 15 minutes go of this movie. If she if she snuggle up, okay, I know I'm in. It's just we got to watch the movie and then we can get proceed to the smashing. But even that, even if she snuggles up, that still doesn't necessarily mean that you're in. No, no, it doesn't mean that I'm in. She might it's look at you and be like, look at this big black teddy bear. He is so comfy looking. And she just wanted to, you know, get a cuddle, feel, you know, a nice heavy arm around her. But that still doesn't necessarily mean that she wants your ugly to bump her ugly. No, I understand that. But I'm saying that's a gateway. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, okay, we're, 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 we're comfortable. I can ask the question. I can make my move. If we're both just sitting on the couch watching the movie, I know I'm there to watch a movie. There's... There's no thought in my mind that anything else other than watching the movie and having a few drinks, if that. And, and alcohol? Who invites alcohol to something if you're not trying to do something? It's not Am like you're having a party at the house. Alone? Like, I watch movies and drinks. I, know, I'm like, like, what? <laughs> I have a glass of wine by myself and watch a movie. Yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think alcohol... Yeah, I, or just yeah. a glass, though. Sometimes it's the whole bottle. It depends Sometimes on the it's day. Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, day. I understand. I'm not listen. All I'm saying is, if you invite another person over, the opposite sex, and you involve alcohol and you involve your bedroom, there it doesn't matter if they're a creeper, a virgin, what in their mind. Those areas and that situation, it's like, hey, I guess this is what's going on. Unless right. I'm crazy, I don't know. Maybe all am I, three, am I over maybe all three together will give you that impression. But if I invite somebody, even if we're sitting on the couch, anyone that comes to my house knows that, first of all, I always have liquor. And I will always come mm -hmm. over. It's my 
thing as a host. You come over, would you like a drink? I have everything from apple juice to Doucet. So what do you want? <laughs> you say okay, okay. She got your ball. Yes, I only drink top shelf liquor. Come on now. <laughs> I know. Listen, I, I'm not trying to frown on people who have alcohol when they're with another person. I'm not saying that they're bad or that they're inciting something. All I'm saying is, for me, I'm talking about me, my opinion, how I feel. Because 99% of the time, if I've gone to a girl's house and there's liquor and it's just me and her and we just sit there drinking, eventually somebody going to say, so uh, you want to go to the room or you want to do it right here? Like, it, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's very weird that you'll drink and be like, all right, Billy. All right, Jane. You have a good night. See you later. But you're able to do that with your girlfriend. Like, if I have girlfriends, yeah, girlfriend. we can I'm drink and then be like, guyfriend. peace out. And I have guy friends that I can have a drink with them, and we're just strictly platonic, and we can have a drink, kiki, laugh, and then be like, all right, good night. But you already set those boundaries, though. That's why it's there. Possibly. Correct? Yeah, they know that it's... Not possibly. It's, they know, you said, they know you that the we're friends. So, and whenever you want to take them off the friend's old bench and put them in the game, they they, they know because coach says, hey, time out. <laughs> this, this, this star player doing it. Get off the bench. You don't think, you, you don't think they can like be that. totally platonic? Like, no attraction whatsoever? No, no, I believe that. But what I'm saying is that it's it's already known. Like, it's these friends that she has. These are they know that Joe, Johnny Company. Yeah. They know. You know what I'm saying? She's never put up the feelers. They've never put up the feelers. Or maybe they put up the feelers and she said, ah, friend zone. You know what I mean? <laughs> she said, hold up, boo-boo. You're cute and all, but you're just not going to make it. Your requirements aren't all met. I understand. But there's an acknowledgement there. You know what I mean? Anybody else have something else to say about this before we roll a little bit more of this clip? Keep, keep running it. All right, D, pull it up. the way she felt and I didn't want to push anything if she didn't want to do it and then what happened a little later I may have initiated kissing she seemed into it everything was good and then you said I want to have sex so yeah so I definitely said that I was going to have sex but like I, I said that I wanted to I just was having a lot of nervousness it was just kind of a weird mix of emotions all at once and I didn't really have a good idea of how to be a good communicator when it came to like sexual desires. What do you remember her body looking like? Oh, she has, definitely has an amazing body. I was really insecure. I've always had body dysmorphic issues where I always think that I'm heavier than I really am. So I think that was playing into everything as well. Did uh, you use protection? Uh, we used protection, I do remember that. I feel like it was something weird like a cherry flavored condom or something like that i don't think that we use protection he wasn't really wanting to and that was definitely a factor of like my nervousness as well how long did it last it had lasted quite a while 10 minutes we had started out in missionary moved to okay i hear you My bad. It goes yeah. back to what you ladies are saying right there, right? Um, you changing your mind whenever you want to. So I think she was pressured. 
you know what I mean? By him initiating the kissing. And she was kind of like, oh, okay. But then when he said, oh, yeah, we ain't using no condom, she's like, STDs? Nope. <laughs> um, am I correct? Or... I think I see that he didn't respect that first boundary she set when initially she said, you know what? I'm not ready to do this. And he stated, yeah, so, you know, I didn't want to pressure her, so I left it alone. And then, you know, a little bit later, I may have started kissing her again. So it was almost a situation that it was like, okay, well, she said no, but here, have a couple more drinks, you know? Let me make her feel really comfortable. Let me talk about what's going on in this movie or something, and then I'm going to try again. And then I'm going to try again, right? And then, yeah, she seems that she was like, yeah, I definitely said that I wanted to, but I had nervousness. She had some apprehension. And then he's like, well, no, I don't want to use a condom. Right? And in the end of it, it's like she agreed, but it was more, it wasn't an enthusiastic consent by any means. It was more so just relenting. That's what I see. Yeah, it definitely sounds like that. And I think also the part where she says like how she felt insecure and stuff like that i mean a lot of women all feel some sort of insecurity about their body or whatever it is right and so when you are you know having relations sexual relations with like a new partner there's always that kind of nervousness so maybe she even felt that and didn't say anything because she's like oh well it's someone new and she may have second-guessed her own initial feelings. Because also, too, I think the idea of sex with said partner, whoever that person is, can get really inflated and know it's going to be the greatest thing and, you know, look like a cover of a Harlequin romance no novel. But then you're there, you know, face-to-face -face in the situation, and that is completely mm -hmm. different uh, than you know, what, what you kind of imagined or pictured in your head it was going to be like. You know, what if he's the finest thing and then what, as soon as he took off his boots, the whole living room was cheesy. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, this is going to be rough. <laughs> well, what about you, Daddy? What, what, what you got to say about this? I definitely think that he, he kind of, he knew the boundary that she kind of loosely set, but then he kind of like, ah, let me push, push, push until, I definitely think he pushed, a, like, a lot. He knew what he wanted. Yeah. Um, And he was kind of just like, okay, well, it's going to happen. And all I got to do is just push certain buttons. And she was just kind of, like, giving into it. You know, I don't think she really mm -hmm. set any firm boundaries. And I don't think she really stuck to them because she felt like, okay, well, I like this guy. Maybe I should. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think she stuck to her guns because she liked him. And then she ended up kind of, like, off. You know, maybe I should have stuck to... Like Folding like a cheap tent? <laughs> she folded like a cheap tent. This, this, and again, it goes back to what I was just talking about, right? I'm not putting any blame on anybody. But if you don't want certain things to go on, we all know as people, forget kids, forget adults, Talk about male and female interaction, man and women interaction here, right? Bedroom, liquor, Netflix. We in 2020. Everybody knows. 
as an adult, once you turn 18, 19, somebody goes, hey, Netflix, you usually end it off with, yeah, chill, and it's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. That's one. Two, you're not going to be in your bedroom watching movies. She ain't got no kids. What are you doing in the bedroom watching movies? <laughs> How much privacy? Does she have a roommate? I don't know if she has a roommate. Maybe she has a roommate. That's why they're in the bedroom. But even then, if you don't want the other person to have thoughts or if they're bad with communication just like you, you can't set these things up for them to mislead themselves into thinking that this is something that you might want. Yet again, I'm not blaming. What I'm saying is she herself already said she doesn't know how to communicate what she wants sexually. So that right there is the first is one of the first stepping stones to why this guy pushed. Because he's looking like, why she looks so uncomfortable? I mean, we was just kissing. She didn't say no. Well, she did say no. And then, you know, like Free said, a couple more drinks. We're talking about the movie. I run my my hand across her leg. She does that little shiver thing. He goes, oh, oh. So he now he start kissing again. And she like, okay. All right, John. I see this is what you want. And I really like you. Instead of just being like, listen, John, I really don't feel comfortable. You know, I wanted you to come over. And I thought, John's going to get mad. I'm going to get mad. I'm like, what the fuck? But at the end of the day, I'm going to respect the boundaries that they're setting. If they don't set the boundaries, yeah. it's not to blame them, but it's it's both. It's him and her. They're both to blame for the interaction. Well, I, I, I agree with that in the sense that when we're setting boundaries, right, for other people, I don't think it's only then for us to expect the other person to, to uphold those boundaries 100%, right? So I say, you know, Asha, this is my boundary around A, B, C, and D. But in that boundary, I'm breaking it in front of you in a sense, or I'm loosening it around you and then still expecting you to uphold it 100%. So the boundary that I set with someone else, it's still my responsibility as well to 100% uphold that as I have hopefully an expectation of them that they would do. But it's difficult for them in a sense to fully uphold it when I'm not even upholding it for myself. And it was my boundary that I set. Oh, of course, definitely. Like, there's no, there's no skipping through that one. That's definitely. But what I'm saying is, she, she loosely set the boundary, and then folded like a cheap tent, and then she's upset about it. It's like, well, you upset with him, or shouldn't you be upset with yourself? I'm not victim blaming. I am not saying that she's wrong. I'm just saying, looking at it, common sense isn't always so common. But if you tell somebody no, and then you know, no candy for you. And 20 minutes later, you're handing them candy. What was the purpose of you saying no the first time? To show power? To 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 show you have will? What, what, what was that all about? My bad, Ashley. Go ahead. No, I think she was just having an internal struggle with, okay, do I want to or do I not? Sometimes it's between the mind and her vagina. Her vagina's probably like, hey, girl, you know what time it is. But in her mind, she's like, do I want to, it could be a number of things. Like, do I want to seem like I'm easy, like I'm a fast girl? Or do I want to get to know this guy a little bit more? 
And she even said, like, she had a hard time communicating how she was feeling because to express that would express, like, vulnerability as well. And so that's probably that internal fight inside of her, like, should I or should I not? Or I said no, but he's trying to, so I'm just going to give in. That was an internal struggle and fight and war that she was having just within herself and then still having to communicate to him, yes, I want to do this or no, I don't want to or I'm just going to kind of give in kind of thing. And that's what it looks like she did. She's just like, ah, okay, I'm going to give in. And the, the, the common thing I think is what really, really kind of threw her off. You know what I mean? There's some dirty dogs out here that's just like, I don't know, what's that for? What do you mean, what's that for? I don't want what you have. <laughs> like, I, like, I want to be sharing whatever you got in your past. Hell nah. And I mean, for me as a male, I'm married. So before marriage, it was always strap up. I don't care if it was Beyonce. I mean, after the first couple times, I might unstrap, but you know what I mean? I got to make sure <laughs> that I'm not spreading nothing or catching nothing. Because the last thing I want to be is that guy on Dirty Dog talking about this guy here giving out every STD to the man. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should be practicing safe sex if you're doing random hookups yep. here and there. Like, and if even if you are in, you know, a monogamous relationship with someone or you're dating someone, still, you have to communicate and be like, okay, well, we should get tested yep. or, you know, there's the responsibility that comes with it. It's not just all fun and games. Mm -hmm. You have to actually practice safe sex, communicate, you know, hey, let's do, let's get tested, or I have been tested, have you, because you don't know what's up. No, right. No. And also, you know, you, you can't be a dirty dog, whether it's a man or a woman, right? You can't be out here being a dirty dog letting everybody just, do whatever they want and your shit just hanging out there and then you you want to settle down with somebody and you're not willing to go get yourself tested or let them know that you've been in the backyard playing with playing in the mud okay uh anything else anybody want to add to this before we get back to the clips yep. i have okay. one more thing did you not hear how this man said it lasted a long time and she was like uh <laughs> hold on hold on hold on <laughs> Abby preach, I thank you for this one. Abby preach, I thank you for this one. Hold on, man. Let me explain something to y'all, okay? Explain something very clear, okay? If I'm doing all the work, it probably feel like 45 minutes. If you ain't doing all the work, it's 10 minutes. Some of y'all women out here be getting up in that cowgirl position, okay? And at, at three minutes into the stroke, and you talking about support me and help me. If you weren't ready to get into that position, why the hell are you asking me to help you, huh? If you doing all the work, if you on the point busting it down, clapping the cheeks, and it might be 10 minutes. To you, it might feel like 45, girl. Remember that. To all ladies out here, okay? I thought that was the most hilarious and cliche thing to actually happen in that video because he was like yeah it lasted long and she's like bruh come on now uh, maybe you know she, was a few minutes. You know she was saying 10 to stretch it out for him so he didn't sound so bad so oh, no, no. it was about like 10 I, minutes I mean, like, three, 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 one. 
How many leagues are there 10 minutes slam, though? Be honest. <laughs> if it's a quickie, then that's what it's yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, if it's a quickie, like, if you guys planned up. How do you know when it's a quickie? Y- y'all agreed? Listen, this is going to be a quickie. Don't don't act like y'all ain't getting no minute, man. Stop it. No, but, it, but if it's in the middle of the afternoon and you guys just kind of come up on each other, then it wasn't it wasn't going to be a session. It was going to be a minute and we do what we got to do and then keep on moving with the rest of our day. Yeah. Right? But if, yeah. if, it is, if it is this type of situation and consent is there and you're coming over to my house or I'm going to your place and we're having drinks... I'm not doing all of that and shaving my coochie and making sure my bra and underwear and everything match because I've made up my mind and saying, this is going down. And I get there for six and a half minutes. That would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, that hurts my feelings. It, it does. <laughs> and then after, you know, they come with the, the explanation, oh, well, uh, and you're like, yeah, it's okay, your back is turned like <laughs> Thinking how you could be at home binge watching something on Netflix, yeah. drinking water. Y'all ladies is cold, man. <laughs> why why, why the pussy was just fire, man? The man couldn't handle the fire pussy. Like, you never think about that? Maybe y'all threw it back on the two hundreds. Oh, and it's let off? I mean, if well, you drop a gun, like... sometimes they accidentally let off. Yeah, we've been, told, <laughs> we've been told our shit's kryptonite. We get it, but still. No, listen. <laughs> Listen, I can't help. I can't help the whack. Okay, I cannot help it. It's not my problem. That's a you problem. I understand that. I'm just saying, for some men, they slide up in there. They might see the booty. Some, some might catch their eye and like, you know what I mean? They forget not to clench the booty. And next thing you know, they let off. Like they shoot the whole club up. You know what I mean? They ready for round two though. Nah. I mean, I would hope so. Like, <laughs> so, so. Yeah, I would hope so, so. after 6.5. <laughs> you better be ready for the next. So so if he gives you the 12 minutes, you good? <laughs> two, two sessions? <laughs> <laughs> two six-minute sessions. I don't know. It, depend, it depends on the day. <laughs> okay, right. so hold on. Let me ask you all a question, though. Let me worry really about this. I know I'm sidetracking everything. But also for that six minutes, you make you bust a nut, though. You still going to be upset with him? <laughs> ah! Can you guys hear the Why? We, we wouldn't be that upset. I would I personally would not be that upset. I'd be like, okay. It is Yeah, but it think is. about it. If you get back to when we go back to the clip and she was like, mm, it was like ten minutes. She didn't talk it was about already a co-curling experience. She no co-curling experience whatsoever. So Exactly. It was probably like ten minutes of her, like, "Oh my gosh, when is this?" Not even. Why am I here? Exactly. How she go bust another? Probably more so than it was. How she? How she go bust another if she's like? Now, if you because her mind wasn't in it in the first place. That's the thing. She wasn't. She didn't honor a hundred percent ready. Yeah, she didn't honor her initial thoughts of saying, "You know what? I'm actually not ready." Because to know there's. A difference I think when you have a little bit of apprehension or nervousness especially if it's a new partner and for her she had or it came across like she had a lot of different uh, things that were conflicting for her that she was kind of fighting and working through and that I think was her 
higher self telling her, no, you're not ready, you know, and not necessarily because of who he was, but maybe just in general, she wasn't ready to be in that position with him or with anyone, right? And and she didn't fully trust it to listen to it and say that, okay, because if he's so pissed off and never wants to speak to her again, especially anybody that carries around some cherry flavored condom, like what is this, 92? <laughs> All right, y'all ladies, let me get back on track. Yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all good. All right, roll the clip, bro. Several different positions. I do distinctly remember this part about halfway through into the sex. I just started to have this anxiety and panic and kind of weirdness. And in the middle of sex, when I, I get that way mentally, I start to disassociate. And I don't know that it was all that enjoyable for either of us. I actually don't remember a lot of when we were having sex. I remember that it was good. What was the aftermath? So you get up in the morning. The next morning, everything seemed fine. But she didn't want to hang out again. And I said, well, why didn't you want to hang out? I texted him and I was mad at him for what I, it felt like in the moment that he had pressured me into having sex. And I said, well, you never, I mean, you said that earlier and that I'd understand. And then we started kissing in bed and then we had sex. And so there was never any, Cody, I don't want to do this uh, later in the night. So I was definitely a little upset. I just told him that he was a, a dick for not taking into account that I wasn't sure that I wanted to have sex and I didn't want to see him again. And so I just cut ties and I never saw him, I guess. Did sleeping with her ruin your guys' relationship? Yeah. If you could go back, would you have done things differently? Yeah, I think I would have taken things slower and uh, just tried to feel out the way she really felt instead of trying to rush in and um, have sex that night. Cut it. Stop. Stop that right now. Before, before we get into this. Boy, oh boy, this boy sound like Bill Cosby. I'm not saying, I'm not going that far. I'm just saying, he, he said, I wouldn't have pushed it. You pushed it, dude. The girl said, no, I don't want to. And then you went back at it. If you wanted the relationship to be built properly, you have to accept the boundaries sometimes and in most times regarding this situation even if the person loosens up the hold. Bounce if this girl turned around and said this man raped her. I'm not trying to go that far, but I'm just being honest. Would he be able to deny it? She told him no. He willingly admitted, yeah, she said no. And then I came back again. Mm -hmm. Right? Like we were just talking about before we rolled the clip. Of course she didn't bust her nut. Of course it was 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes of agony. She was like... Man, can this guy hurry up? I'll turn this way. I'll do this. Uh, uh, uh. You not yet? All right, cool. She turned over like, fuck this nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this guy acted as if because she cut him off the next day. You know how many women I know do that type of shit in the morning? Whatever happened, they feel some type of way. Communication, right? Instead of being like, yo, you know what last night what you did was fucked up? I don't appreciate that. Give the guy a chance to apologize or to say, oh, well, you know, whatever the case is, and leave it at that. She acted like everything was cool, and then she texted him. You're, he was at your house. Why? Did, well, you think he was going to beat you up or something? You couldn't tell Billy, like, yo, listen, I didn't want that whack dick last night. 
I brought you over here because I wanted to build a relationship, not become fuck buddies. And you fucked that all up. So lose my number. Well, yeah, you know, it, it may have been more opportune or fair, I guess, to, to the guy if she said it in his face. But if she was already just for who she is and what she was experiencing was having an issue just communicating and really even sticking to her guns, either no, I don't want to, or I'm uncomfortable, or fully disassociating while having sex. I, I find that we would be hard pressed to honestly expect that she would have that open conversation with him the next morning, right? And she didn't even call him to say such and such. She texted. So, you know, her communication style might be to deliver the stuff and then almost try and remove herself as far away and hope that that person reacts to whatever they're reading in this way or that way, or at least give it to them and then she's far away as opposed to having that face-to-face. -face. Could have been difficult to say, look, I'm, I feel physically insecure. I didn't know how to talk to you about sex. I actually had sex with you just because I want you to like me. Like, you know, how, how do you have that conversation, right? With the person right in their face. Yeah, you have to be very vulnerable at that moment to say that and mm -hmm. to admit your own insecurities, share your feelings and do that face to face. Most people have a hard time doing it. Most people will say what they need to say via text because they don't have to actually deal with the response, right? If they text back and you don't like what they said, you can ignore it. Or if they text back, you might be able to, you know, banter back and forth via text, but you don't get a good sense of the tone. Where if you're face-to-face -face with someone and you have to tell them, listen, I feel insecure about my body, you know, I was feeling nervous about having sex, even though I did, I didn't really want to, I disassociated myself in the moment, that's a lot to have to tell someone and admit. So I understand why she just sent him a text and why she wasn't like the next morning or, you know, wake him up and be like, yo, my nigga, this is what happened. This is how I feel. I, yeah, I, I get, um, you know, the difficulty of being vulnerable and and leaning on text or just not saying anything and disappearing. A lot of people tend to do that these days, but I think, I don't know. I think we just have to get, cannot get over our fear of being of confrontation. Maybe just kind of face it head on because we gotta, we gotta have that solid communication. Um, and a lot of the times people lean on nonverbal cues or just, a nonverbal form of communication, but I think we should be more explicit with our verbal communication to kind of get our points across and you know for sure that you're understanding each other. No lines are crossed, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, definitely, I understand it's hard for people to communicate these things, but this is the problem that we have in this society in general, right? people are taking uh, an action instead of somebody telling them what's going on. You know, um, for me, I feel that they're both kind of childish 
in the way that they, they, they like they were separated before we watched them together. Kind of childish in the way that they handled the situation because me, me, me as a male, if a girl told me no, I cool. Like, yeah, I'm going to get my feelings a little bit, but I'm not going to call her a bitch because of that. I'll call her a bitch if she let me put it in for five minutes. And she, oh, I don't want to do this. What the fuck? Why did you just say no? Just say no. Then I can be like, all right, cool. I ain't leaving with blue balls. But you're going to let me put in a quarter of the work, and then you're going to be like, nah, I don't know about this. If it goes for, 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 for a female, I, I I would think, right? A guy goes, all right, I'm into this. And three strokes in, he's like, yo, I can't do this no more. He's going to be like, what's wrong with you, bro? Are you stupid? You have me out here this ball spread out like this, and you just go, three strokes and you done? Like, you didn't even nut. I didn't nut. It was just getting good. You just want to leave? Side, side question. What would, in the situation, right, that you can think of, not saying that you've experienced, but that you can think of, what would have a guy start and then be like, oh, you know what? I just can't with a girl. I, I could give you two examples I experienced. One girl, that WAP stunk. Like, it stunk. It stunk. My shit was at 10 hut. I got three strokes in. My nigga said, we, we retreat. We back it out. I'm there looking like, what the? This ain't never. At, my room was clean. I showered already. I knew what was going on. I made sure everything hygienically on me was good. Everything around me, new sheet, new blanket, everything, pillow, everything crisp. I had to open the window. Okay? Another one. Some, listen, ladies, I have no problem with y'all trying to be one of the guys. But when you sound like one of the guys, during sex, that's a problem. I don't, yeah, nigga, pull my back <laughs> Just a minute ago, you started to be more, hey, how's it going, baby? Oh, that's good. My shit rising. All of a sudden, yeah, nigga, dude, I want to raw. Like, what the fuck? Are you talking, girl? Take the bass out your voice, okay? Take the bass out your voice. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. All right? Make sure y'all watch watch the coochie, whatever you got to do to get your pH balance in order, maybe the foods, whatever it is, because there's men out here that got their ish thinking too. So I'm not trying to sit out here and crucify women. I'm just saying my two experiences, the bitch sound like Debo, and the other one, she didn't wash her shit. Okay? <laughs> so for me... That's two reasons why I back out. Now, for y'all females, for y'all ladies, my black women, what will make y'all back up? I want to hear this now. Come on. Don't be, no, no crickets. No crickets. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Not like that, though. <laughs> I don't want to hear no deep voices. Y'all some lovely ladies. Y'all got lady voices. I don't want to hear them. Oh, you know... Nigga, I don't want to hear all that. But like, <laughs> okay. So like, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk a big game, right? Be honest. And I'm gonna do this, and you you know you can't you can't you won't fall in love with me, and I can't give. And then you know, you know, Showtime starts. 
and there's nothing to work with. <laughs> Showtime starts and there's oh, nothing oh, to work oh. with. He's like scooching up his chair. Like I, what am I supposed? To, what do you do? Oh, what? Not okay. Not even six inch. Oh, so the man said he, he had the foot long and he came out there with a six inch. <laughs> It was so small that I, I didn't know. I, so I was like, you know, we should be friends. So we were friends. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jeez, you uh, have to have an emergency. RP home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't lie. I know you girls got that friend. You girls got that friend. If I text you this, exactly. call me and say this. Stop acting like you're. No, I always friend. have an escape route. What are you oh, talking about for real? So I gotta we go. Have code words, okay? If I get that code word, if I text that code word to my friend, I got a way Yeah, if it's wafting, I. Mm. Like when you okay, open, so, when so you aside from the size, like, come on now, let's be honest. Let's, let's, let's get some honest ones. Like, you gotta say no name. You just gotta <laughs> say what the experience was. Come on like, now. Oh. Okay, so cleanliness and you're like, a small caca. And then now you have to be like, Wafting, you talking about spaghetti? <laughs> Call me ASAP. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. If it's you if get it, hit with that peppy like the pew green smoke, smoke huh? That comes out and hits you. It's a wrap. <laughs> okay, so but those are two obvious things, man. Like, come on, let's yeah. let's be honest. Like, is there something other than yeah. that that maybe the way he talks to you, maybe? Sweating before he even starts, you're like, like glistening. You do not. No, if you're too extra, I'm just like, no, I know you're not talking about shit. Because if, if a man knows that pubs, he, huh? he yeah. can do his job well, he doesn't have to brag about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think too. Um, and this kind of coincides with actually the girl uh, in the video, almost at the time or in the moment, you're like, yeah, this is good. This is, I want this, you know, I'm here saying, let's get it on. And as you start, and if you are sitting in your head and then you're like, you know what? No, actually, what am I doing? This isn't right. I can see DJ's lip is already curling like, fuck you. But, uh, you know, and I'm not going to lie, I had that situation where I was with somebody and it was only a few minutes in and I was like, this actually, this is absolutely wrong. Why am I doing this? This isn't even what I want. Right. And I stopped it and I said, no, I'm done. And he was pissed. Oh, yeah. He cussed me up and down the place and went about his business. Right. And now I have a 14 year old. So. <laughs> There, you know, I was in the moment and then I was like, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? And I don't, I know I didn't lead him on or anything like that. We were there. There was an opportunity. It started. And then I was like, yeah, no, 
you're acting actually outside of yourself right now. And as I tried to reclaim that, I got a cuss out. Yeah. But I stopped it. Now, when you say you were outside of yourself, was it you wanted a relationship out of it? And maybe this was a way that the relationship wouldn't be done? Or was it just kind of like a situation like, why this motherfucker? Like, uh, neither. I think it was just, yeah, it wasn't why this motherfucker. <laughs> he was honestly maybe just a pawn. Like, he was just there. Okay. So you, I knew you, that you potentially he was I knew that he was attracted to me. And I thought I wanted to, like like Jada said, I wanted to feel something. Oh, <laughs> so, you wanted some deep healing. <laughs> so not, not that deep, but I just wanted something, you know? And then we started the action. And then I was like, no, this isn't right. As well, too, up until the, at that point in my life, I had never been with someone sexually that I wasn't in a relationship with. Right. And that was, you know, my late twenties. I was like twenty-seven. So not not to play armchair psychiatrist, but yep. I think that is the main reason why. Everybody that you're in a relationship, you had sexual interaction with, you knew each other, you kind of grew with each other. Well, this was kind of like a hookup, and it was like in the midst of the hookup, you're like, I don't do this. This isn't my thing. This is it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, that was exactly it. Cause it's like it started and then I was like you know, and no disrespect to the person, but it was like, and you and I don't know each other. We don't care about each other. We don't talk, like we don't have anything Yeah. in terms of communion with each other or relation with each other whatsoever. What am I doing? Now, if you, had a, if you had a chance to go back, or not go back, but if you had a chance to talk to that person today and tell that person that, would you, or would you just say, forget it, don't really matter? Sure. I'm only asking just for a question, right? Like, yeah, no, yeah. Because that, <laughs> yeah, regardless. Yeah, because that in itself might make the situation from both sides more understandable. Like, Could be. If, if I was in that situation, the girl came to me four years later and said, yo, listen, had nothing to do with you, da 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 da, I'd probably say, you know what? My bad for doing whatever I did in the sense of cursing you out calling you names that wasn't appropriate but also i think after four years i'd probably be a different person so i'd probably just be like you know what what i did was childish it don't even freaking matter what the excuse was the reason is because like i said before free you know in back of my younger days niggas was hur, 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 hur. call me red rover red rover i come over you know what i mean like no worries you know i'm a married man now but before i became married i started cutting away the, the dog ties you know the tail went the ears got cropped <laughs> yeah, I didn't get I think, booted yet. I'm still good, <laughs> but I'm just saying I, I I didn't participate in those activities that I was participating at when I was young and in relationships with girls and being you know a bozo. So yeah, well yeah, and I think oh, well, I I don't know if you know having a conver that conversation this long after the fact would make a difference for you know myself or even the other individual because i know that i've kind of unpacked it and recognized what was going on and what my role was in the whole in the whole thing right and you know just took away my learnings but at the same time yeah there is those situations you know that are <laughs> above and beyond on the the wafting because you know the person has a cheesy buddy head and you're like yeah this isn't happening 
before. Yeah, they're talking way too much. And then, you know, they drop the draws and you're like, oh. I come over with a mini me to Peter, huh? Come on, you come on with that <laughs> You know, so. <laughs> Why don't you ask her? Come on, man. You let something out, man. Let something out. No, I think I've been in situations where I was like, uh, no, I don't want to do this. And it's for a host of reasons. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm just not ready. Right? Just like that girl. I was like, uh, this is new. I'm just not ready. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should wait till I feel more comfortable. And I'm like, uh, and of course, guys get upset because, you know, you're all almost there. The chip is in. And you're like, uh, maybe, no, I don't really want to. And it's just in cases like that where you're kind of thinking in your head, like, okay, either this person, I know that this is just, you know, a random type jump off thing. And maybe I don't want to be the jump off girl. Or, you know, whatever the situation is. But there's been situations where I'm like, I think this is just the jump off. And I don't want to be the jump off girl. So uh, I'm going to stop. Unless I can figure out, like, is this going to be a relationship? Or just I'm calling you after the club all the time kind of thing. Let's be honest here, man. Okay? As adults. Mm-hmm. Whoever here is not married has got a roster. Stop acting like your women don't have a roster. Some of us men have rosters too. I'm married now. You don't want to be the jump off, but there's tons of guys in your roster that will possibly jump offs. No? You don't think of it that way? I think there's periods of time where you do have a roster. The roster ain't got to be 12 niggas. I'm just saying, like, you might have no, two. No, you, you might have... Or, but it's a lot of work having to entertain all these different men, right? And sometimes you may be only sleeping with one, but you're still entertaining two others that are trying to get in there. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Hold on. It's a lot of work. Hold on. on. So you got one you sleep with, the other one buys you dinner, and the other one gets you Gucci. What? Where's the hard work at? No. The, first of all, I wish they were buying me Gucci. I, I know. I just exaggerated. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, what? I got the wrong roster. No, but there's times where... <laughs> she looking for a trade, roster. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I got the wrong roster. No, I'm just saying that, you know, there's been times where you're entertaining these guys... And you're trying to, you know, you're trying to be sneak, sneak. I've done it before because I'm like, oh, I see niggas do this. They be out here wilding, so I'm a wild too. And then I'm like, man, this is work. I got to be like kikiing with one. And then that one I really don't want to sleep with. Like, he's cool to talk to, but I don't want to sleep with There's one that maybe I am, and then he's cool, but he might be broke. Then there's another one that I'm also... And then you're trying to... And honestly... It's a part of dating where you got to try to figure out, okay, which one do I actually like? Like, Y'all who ladies, has the qualities that I want? You ladies and are cold. that's where the work is. You ladies are cold. You, you don't say, well, I like him. He shoved it down, but he broke. 
Build a bear, bitch. What the fuck? I am too. No, no, no. Everybody. What the fuck you mean? But you have to decide who is worth investing in. You have to, because you might invest in someone and you don't get the return on your investment. So that's why it's work to figure out who is worth investing my time in. And at my age now, there is no, I don't have time to build anybody up. I've been building myself up. So you need to come at the same level as me. Like if you're not here with me and you're down here. Well, well, but what if he's me, right here? here? But what, what, what was he's right there though? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking you know about right there. what happens when you build up a guy though? Bring it up a little Missy, bit more. Bring, bring, bring him up a little more. Bring him up a little yeah. more. Little more. Bring him up. You leave your ass for somebody else. You put you it all that work. You build up a man and he leaves you for someone else. Exactly. You don't get the return. Let me just ease this chair back a little bit. I'm because, because he's feeling himself now. Eh? All of a sudden, his draws, draws don't stink. And he's taking out the nice ones that you got for him to go to go wear with somebody else. Okay. No, it's true. Sometimes nice. you put in that work. You build this man up. And then two twos, man's gone. And now some other girl, she got a ring. She got a house. Ain't got no credit. The whole dream picket fence. And you're like, when I met him, he was a scrub. <laughs> right? So that's why, that's why now, like, when I was younger, that's cool to do all that. But you learn from your previous experience. So now that I'm older, I can say, listen, sir, if you're not at this level, if you're not at this height, you can't come on this ride. Right. All right. Listen, man. Y'all talking about building somebody up for the next one? I've done that a few times myself. Okay? It hurts. It didn't hurt. You know what it was? I just wanted the credit, okay? That's all I wanted. Nigga, you can have the bit, okay? You can have it. You can have the bag. You can do whatever you want with the bag. Just know that when you got this bag, it was in mint condition. That's all I want is the credit. I don't need anything else. You want to go hop, skip, or jump on the next PP? Go ahead. As long as you let the PP know, like it wasn't easy, King of Kingy Crush Glass taught me. That's all I want. My credit. Okay? Yeah, never gonna happen. Okay, that's all I want. I know. But what I'm saying is like, you know, when y'all say you're building them up for the next one, it goes both ways. You oh, know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say no names, but this girl, I was with this girl for like four or five years. This girl had no ambition. I'm the reason why she went to school. I'm the reason why she got a degree. All this stuff. Her family didn't even really help her. But guess what? Because she got a higher education, all of a sudden, she's looking down on me like, oh, you know, you still doing the same shit. Bitch, I'm still doing the same what? If it wasn't for me, you'd still be smoking coke. Doing ecstasy. Having mad and run trains on you. I don't know what it took you about that issue. Said, yo, do you... Focus on yourself. You're very smart. You're beautiful. I don't have you over here for that. I have you over here because I see potential in you. Same thing you women do with men. You see a guy, he might just be down on his luck. Can't get the right job. Clothes always looking mismatched. You come, you you fix him up. You got him looking nice. And then next thing you know, he's off to the rigs. And then one day you come home and his clothes is gone. And he's sleeping at Shireen's house. And you upset because Shireen dusty. I understand. But all you should want is the credit. Like, listen, Jonathan used to be a bum. 
If it wasn't for me, Jonathan would not be looking fresh. So Jonathan, thank your mother. Because that's what you are. You're the mother. I don't want to be anyone's mother. I have a son already. I don't need another one. I'm just saying. For me, I'd be, thank the papa. I don't want the credit. No. No. Don't give me the credit. You always need I I want the reciprocity. Thanks. Exactly. I, oh, want, you, you, I want you more than just credit. No, I want I want the reciprocity in our relationship and what I'm pouring into you, that you pour that back into me. It might not be in the exact same ways, yeah. but the level of it is equivalent, right? Yeah. So we're pouring into each other. That's and that, that's what I want in terms of, there we go, right? That That's what I would want, right? In terms of that reciprocity with, with the other person. And, and you know that's it and I think that's not too much to ask for right so and if the person then chooses to move on I think it would be very different if it was this relationship and we're pouring into each other and it doesn't work out as opposed to I'm either pouring into him or he's pouring into me and then they're just gone mm -hmm. that really looks like they were just there to take yeah <laughs> right yeah for sure Anything else you ladies want to add before we get to the rest of this clip? I know we got sidetracked, people. Hey, listen. If you love this shit, like, comment, subscribe, okay? Please, just do either of them. I don't care. And if you don't like what we put out, just say it's trash. I don't care. I just want to know that y'all paying attention. It seems like y'all clicking and watching for like five minutes, and then y'all just get off the shit. Just say trash. Dislike. I don't give a shit. Anyways, sorry. I digress. Run the clip, bro. Cody describes leading up to you guys having sex for the first time that you guys were friends that would hang out. That's that's how I saw it. How did you what did you think it was? I thought we were like seeing each other. Oh. I definitely didn't see you as my friend. Like, I don't have sleepovers with my male friends. Okay, the night of sleeping with each other, how did that happen? She had asked me to come over. We had a few drinks, and from what I remember, we had gone into the room, and then I think that I started kissing her, and she got upset. And so we left the room and went back in, and that's when, that. that's when we had sex. That's kind of what I remember. Okay. And we used a condom, right? I don't think so. Oh, shit, you didn't. No, because you didn't want to. That's one of the reasons That's why That's where you're the upset. arguing came from. Mm -hmm. Holy <laughs> shit. That's so weird. It all just hit me. <laughs> what do you remember me telling you after? I remember you said that you weren't ready. Yeah. Like, to have sex. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't get that. When you were initiating sex with me, there was a lot of, like, pullback that I wasn't 100% sure I wanted to do it, and you were definitely, like, into it and you're really pushing to have sex and i was like you know what i really like this guy so i had sex with you and i can start to like, disassociate during sex and that definitely happened when we were together and being disassociative in that kind of action i guess or the environment of what was happening it's such a weird kind of messed up feeling and i think i just took all of that and associated like those negative feelings with you because i just didn't know how to process them, you know? It totally makes sense when you actually...
anybody want to start with this? I, I mean, well, no, you, you you had a little squawk in there, so I want to know what it was. <laughs> oh, I, I was laughing because this goes to what this podcast we'll be talking about today, right? Communication. So he's like, "Oh, we just friends." She's like, "Oh, I thought we would see each other." Did either one of y'all converse about this in any form? Then you know what? I misspoke. They didn't start in the bedroom. They started in the living room. But made their way to the bedroom. And she changed her mind. Then he pushed her right back in the bedroom after a few more drinks and got what he wanted. Not what she wanted. Not what they wanted. What he wanted. Uh, It's it's uh, I, I find it funny. Not to laugh at the situation fully, but I find it funny that it started from the miscommunication of them not knowing what they are. Which led to a whole bunch of this other BS that could have been sidetracked if he just said, am I in the friend zone? And she said, nah, you in the get it in zone. Then things I think would have moved a little bit smoother. You know what I mean? For me, when I had lady friends, half of them I slept with, the other half I didn't. The ones that I slept with, we communicated beforehand. I'm not all men. It's just me. I communicated beforehand. Yo, is this what it is? Is this what it isn't? What is it? Because I didn't want to get caught in that friend zone or in that sucker zone where, you know, I'm out here being laughed at or the police come get me because this girl said something totally different to me and something else happened. I just didn't want that scenario. So for this guy... He, he fucked up. You know what I mean? There was there was alcohol involved, which, you know, I tell people, for me, it brings out your true self. You lose all ambition, inhibition, you know what I mean? And you let out your truth. You know what I mean? And for him, his truth was he wanted to get it in. And for her, her truth was she didn't want to. She liked him. She wanted to build a relationship. And she felt midway through the whole interaction that sleeping with him might affect the relationship that she wants to have but she didn't communicate it to him and he took it another way and there you go what about y'all ladies how how y'all feel about it yeah i totally agree he definitely did not respect her agency when he pursued after she said no um And I also think it's interesting how each of their perspective of what they were, what the relationship was, is so drastically different. (laughs) Like, that's the part that I'm like, hmm, y'all weren't even on the same page, in the same book, much less the same page. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's just proof to show you that you do have to articulate yourself and communicate and say, hey, this is what it is, or this is my expectation, and the other person has to say the same. And I'm totally guilty of being like, I'm like nonchalant, it is what it is, and not actually communicating and saying, hey, this is actually what I think it should be, or this is how I feel. And then the other person, yeah, this is how I feel. That way we can come to a common ground. Most times I'm just like, meh, this is what it is. 
Why is that though? I think it's just my nature, and sometimes I'm like, a, uh, I don't want to communicate. Again, going back to if I communicate now, I have to be honest with my feelings and share that honesty with someone and be vulnerable <laughs> with that other person. So I'm going to just let me wait and see what they say and then adjust myself accordingly. Okay, y'all are y'all out here doing the catfish shit with emotions, huh? No, it's not, it's not catfishing. Huh? It's just trying to figure out. I want to know first where that person is because suppose I'm that girl and like, oh yeah, we seen each other. And he's like, bitch, we just friends. We're like, oh, but I planned our wedding and everything. What do you mean? I don't want to be that girl. So that's why sometimes I will say, let me see. All right. It is what it is. Let's see what you're saying. And if, I totally agree. If not, I don't think it's the right way to communicate. I know it. And I do try to do better. And I try to actually say, okay, this is how I feel. I do feel like I'm planning a wedding. So are you on the same page or <laughs> is it just in my head? But hold on. Why do you have to say it like that though? Why can't you start with, hey, would you like to build with me? Would you like to see where we can oh, take each other? Like, I know it sounds like corny from somebody who's already married to be saying these type of things, but like literally in any relationship I've had with any woman, I've always been like, yo, like, are you trying to do something? Or are you just trying to do something? Do you know no, what I mean? I totally agree. It has to be that communication. Like when I say I'm planning a wedding, I'm that's my extreme thought that I'm having. Like I, I don't really be thinking like that. Right you don't show back. up to the house is like, I got the dress already, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not actually, I'm crazy, but I ain't that crazy. Okay. But I will, now <laughs> I think about it when I meet somebody, it's like, okay, first, you know, we kick it, see how we vibe. And then from there, if you feel like there's good chemistry, it's like, okay, are we, like, is there a purpose for this? Or are we just kicking it? Because if we're just kicking it, then I can now decide, do I just want to kick it? Or do I want to say, no, I really need a relationship where we're dating with a purpose to whatever, right? Build together. So now I think about that more. But when you're younger, and even for them, like this was five years ago for them. So she's like, oh, yeah, we're seeing each other. But when you're young, sometimes you don't have the knowledge and the experience to actually think about, like, okay, are we really seeing each other? Like, we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, we go together after we do this. Or not. <laughs> so I think as, with time and experience, you kind of figure it out. And you get to know yourself as well. That's right. Let's see y'all ladies. They agree with me. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Ain't no pitch in there. There's no designated hitter over here, okay? <laughs> this is a balance of opinions podcast, okay? That means everybody's opinion. All right? So my opinion is that I agree with Asha. Wow. <laughs> you took the lazy route, ladies and gentlemen. You took the lazy route. Oh, no, I think um, that is a very important thing that doesn't happen enough in relationships when we're young 
but that's also a habit that we tend to carry forward, you know, as we get into, you know, our later 20s, uh, mid 30s, sometimes even 40s and 50s that we're not fully communicating uh, what we want and, and standing confidently in that and knowing that it is okay to say, look, I want a relationship. I don't just want to chill. You know, I want to date with purpose. Um, or at least you and I are dating. What are you looking for? You know, point blank period. Not, I just like to go out and have fun. And sometimes I like to go on hikes, right? True, you know, right away, first date, you're not sitting there, you know, okay, well, these are my expectations, but you can still have that conversation in a lighthearted way while you're still saying that, you know, these are my limits, these are my boundaries, these are my expectations, and leave that door open to ask the other person the exact same thing. Because at times, relationships, I think, don't work out because, yes, there's no, the communication might be lost, but also, too, we just want completely different things. So we're not meant to partner, right? It might be initial attraction or even, you know, some, some form of chemistry that drew us together. But within these honest conversations and this type of communication, we're recognizing, you know what, this isn't going to work. As opposed to not saying anything and then carrying a two, three, four year relationship and despising this person and saying, well, they're not this, that, and the third. Well, A, did you guys ever speak about it? Did you let them know what your, I guess, criteria was? And also, too, is some of your criteria even realistic, right? What you're putting and demanding on another person, you know, or I have an idea of what my man is to be. I'm with you now and I expect you to be this 100% ideal when I might not even be the mirror of that ideal. You're on mute. You're on the hook, Danny. <laughs> Sorry, I be vaping. And I noticed in the podcast sometimes when I vape, even though uh, you, I don't see my box light up, you can hear it. And I know for some people it's quite annoying. So I'm sorry for muting my mic. But yeah, Danny, you on the hook here, man. <laughs> you should have beat free to it. You should have been free the last one now. What you got, player? <laughs> Honestly, I I definitely agree with both ladies. Um, I But I think that in order for you to avoid miscommunication or even heartbreak and, you know, disagreements down the line, you got to just say what you want from jump. And if you're not on the same page, all right, cool. Define, like, what it is that you're doing. Like, hey, we're friends with benefits or we're trying to build with benefits or we're going to be in a relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or yeah, you know, right now I'm not ready for a relationship, but it is something that I want down the line. And, you know, let's see if we can build to that point or whatever it is that you want. Just say it, you know, and then you can decide whether or not that suits your, your whole plan or your vision or whatever it is that you want. And like, um, yeah, I, I definitely do feel like, People need to have realistic expectations. First of all, don't place any expectations on anybody else. That's something that I've learned. You know, like you can't do that. And and especially don't have a long laundry list of, of expectations that you expect somebody else to live up to and you you don't do that yourself. Basically don't uh, require from any other person anything that you can't give yourself. Like you don't have to offer yourself and 
yeah, just speak up. We got to learn how to speak up. And I know it's hard, especially for me, because, like, I used to be super, super shy. And, like, I would just not say anything. Like, you know what I mean? I would just kind of, like, let it everything roll however it, however it landed is how it landed. Like, you know, but now I'm just like, nah, if I don't feel good, I'm not I'm going to say something. If I want mm-hmm. something, I'm going to say something, you know? And that way you just cut out all the bullshit and the mis- Sorry. <laughs> my, brother, my brother can bleep it out man okay Boy, you're free. everybody is free to curse i curse the most on this podcast so trust me i know when y'all ladies do it with each other there's like two words my brother gotta bleep out every time i'm on this mic you gotta bleep out half the show so <laughs> don't even worry about it i got that potty potty mouth it just makes life so much easier when you just communicate more clear communication mm-hmm. is key you know, don't, uh, if something's bothering you, don't be passive-aggressive and just not say nothing. Just let it out. I, I can't do that all the time. I got to be passive-aggressive. No. <laughs> no, no. You have to understand why I have to be passive-aggressive. Why? I'm a Taurus. Okay. No, no. I, I, I'm a Taurus. Mm. When oh. I forward, it's forward. You're not pushing me to the left. You're not pushing me to the right. I'm not going backwards. So sometimes my philosophy is... If it if it's something that really doesn't matter, like it's not a deal deal breaker, do you know what I mean? Then I'm not gonna bring it up. I might be a little cheesed about it. My attitude might change for like you know a couple hours or maybe a day, but then I forget about the shit and I move on. Do you know what I mean? Because like I said, even in communication, sometimes there's things we all we all wear two faces. Danny, me and you had this conversation a while ago, right? Everybody wears two faces, okay? Everybody. You got the face that you have with yourself, and then you have the face that you have with others, whether it's your significant other, your job place, whatever it is. Sometimes those two faces can come together and cause chaos. You know what I mean? For me at my workplace, I'm a, I'm a super nice guy, but I just don't have patience for adults who don't want to do what they're supposed to do. Which, in turn, with my in my marriage, sometimes my wife will do something that I assume that she knows she shouldn't do, and I might get upset about it. And then I sit back and I say, you know, should I address it with her because it could cause a bigger problem, or should I leave it? In certain cases, if it's, like, not a deal breaker, but it's something that I know every time she does it is going to annoy me, I bring it up. I state, you know, hey, listen... I don't like the way you did this. This wasn't cool. She might not agree with me, but at least I let her know where I stand with it. So then she can make the decision to either try to improve on not creating that situation or she can be like, fuck you, nigga. I don't give a shit. You stuck with me for life. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I think everybody, whether it's a relationship between a man and woman, a woman and woman, a man and man, whatever it is, work relationships, friend relationships, there has to be an understanding of where the other person is coming from and what you might be doing, you know, involuntarily, because, you know, it's not all the time people are trying to piss somebody off, but sometimes words are said or actions are done that could set somebody off. And that communication is what we need worldwide. You know, it's part of the reason why we got Black Lives Matter right now. They're telling white people, they're out here killing us. Now they see it on video and they're still like, what are y'all complaining about, man? You got LeBron James. Are you serious? Everybody know LeBron James? I know I know LeBron James. Shell broke as fuck. 
I ain't sitting on no money like that. And even if I was, I wake up every day black. So don't tell me what my struggle is supposed to be like. Do you know what I mean? But yet again, not to go on to that. But yeah, communication is definitely key. And, and I believe that you shouldn't do it right away. You don't have to be honest right away. But if you feel like there, it could be something more, then you need to set it down. You need to explain to the other person. And if the other person is honest, then you can figure out where you're going from there. Do you know what I mean? But if they're not, you know, which to be honest, you can't say everybody's honest because, you know, sometimes people just want to get it in, right? So they're going to say the sweet nothings and sweet dreams to get up in their panties or, 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 or get that dick. And then, you know, once they get what they want, they're like, man, I thought it was going to be better than this. I'm out. Mm. You know what I'm yeah, go ahead. Would you guys cut someone off without communicating that you had an issue or if you did? that you had an issue or without giving any reason. Just like, just dead. I let the ladies go first. My spirit doesn't allow me to do that because I can't, I have to get it off my chest. Hold on, you said your spirit? My spirit you gonna tell me you ain't never, listen, you ain't never go somebody like power? No, no, no. My, I, I'm you a cut you out first. I can't, I can't because honestly, I will be up all night, can't sleep because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't tell them that they did this, 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 and this to me, and I didn't like how they did this, this, and this. You an honest black woman. I have to, I have to get it off my chest. Like any relationship, even okay. with work, if someone does something at work that I don't like, and I didn't speak up in the meeting and say, hey, that ain't cool, I will go to bed and be tossing and turning and I can't do it. My blood pressure, uh, uh, no. <laughs> I got to get it off my chest. Once I get it off my chest, then you will never see me again. Like, if I'm cutting you off, then it's like, I said my piece, and I might not even wait for your rebuttal. I'll be like, I said what I got to say. You can talk to the wall now. Done. <laughs> but I got to get it off my chest. Mm -mm. That gives you high blood pressure. I don't need that. <sighs> <laughs> I think I've been um, both veins. There's been times where, um, I don't know, I'm just like, this isn't even worth any type of energy for me. So I'm just not even gonna, you know, so I've ghosted, not a lot, but I've ghosted in the past, uh, but I do prefer to say what I need to say. Um, sometimes I even care enough uh, to give them the opportunity to respond. But I think it really depends on if I want to or feel the need to salvage, I guess, a friendship or at least being cordial with each other afterward. Uh, then I'd want to communicate or talk about it. And then there's other times where I have, you know, said, okay, nope, this isn't working for me. I don't like it. I'm not going to continue, whatever. Um, and that wasn't an opening to communicate to try and fix it because I was still out anyways. Like that's usually when I when I make up my mind and I'm never speaking to you again, it's it's not going to happen. Uh, but now I think it's more it's fair. It's more fair at least to give that other person an indication or an idea as to why. 
because I'd been on very much the receiving end of being ghosted. And I sat there like wondering what the hell did I do wrong or what went wrong or why, you know, and I sat in my head and picked myself apart and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, after getting no answers and getting nowhere from that, I just had to, you know, almost accept that conversation that never happened or, you know, accept the apology you're never going to get and move on. But there was a moment that I sat in this space of not knowing and it drove me crazy so i think now i i wouldn't just i wouldn't just ghost i would at least say this isn't working for me this is why okay all right <clears throat> let me pull this mic a little closer <laughs> i don't cut people off i burned the motherfucker bridge what i mean by that is I just tell them straightforward, jump off a bridge head first. I, like, I have the gasoline. I'm walking on the bridge, put the gasoline over the bridge. And I'm like, you know what? doesn't really matter what you think. Throw the lighter on there and burn that bitch. Now, I've reconciled and rebuilt a few bridges. And I've gotten better at communicating in the sense of being like, yo, listen, why would you do that, man? That's not cool. But in my younger days, yeah, like I said, I would, I would literally just light the bridge. And it didn't matter if it was male, female, whoever. If you did something wrong to me, nine times out of ten, I already told you the first time. So I'm not repeating myself. You're, you're not my daughter who's five years old. You know what I mean? That's always been my 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 thing as a kid. Like, me and you the same age, well, as we grow up, you, you have to learn right and wrong. You have to learn responsibility, accountability. So if, if, we, if we all go to a club, and I get super drunk and I touch one of y'all. And you're like, yo, what are you doing? That's it. There, there's, th that, that interaction should have never happened to begin with because we all are just chilling. But I decided to get in my own demon hole, pull up my own demons and start parading them around and, and making people feel uncomfortable, making people be like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? Like, why would he think that that is cool? You know what I mean? And I think people do that a lot nowadays. And their first reaction is, well, fuck you. They don't they don't attempt to apologize. They don't attempt to say, you know, well, I, this day you were acting kind of weird. What was the problem? Was it me or something going on with you? Do you know what I mean? People tend not to do that. But for, for guys I know personally, me, when I've ghosted chicks, it's because I, I my, my intention was never to, to really even fuck with them in the beginning. It was just like, oh, yeah, I got what I wanted. Yeah. On to the next. Ghosting is yeah, so that for you, Dan? It's so disrespectful to ghost somebody. Like, yeah, it is. Unless, if I ghost somebody, that would be like me. I'm saying you, your mom, your grandma, kick rocks and Birkenstocks. Because that, <laughs> like, that level of disrespect. And so, like, when people yeah. do it to me, I take offense to it like it i find that to be the most disrespectful thing yeah mm -hmm. i mean my mom told me if you ain't got nothing nice to say you shouldn't say anything at all my mom said that too but that don't stop me no, no, i understand <laughs> but i'm just i'm just saying sometimes for the ghost thing it's like okay if we're in a big group of people we all know each other i have a relationship with somebody inside that group and that relationship turns sour sometimes putting fuel on that fire can affect everybody else in that group instead of just 
cutting ties. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, that person might ask one or two people. They're like, oh, oh, he's a good guy, man. I don't know what's wrong with him. But maybe I felt some type of way, and I felt that if I had brought it to you, that you would now parade it around the group, not saying that they will, just saying that it might be paraded around the group, and then it will be turned out that I'm the bad guy, even though maybe it's something that you did. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because, you know, we play this game of telephone with a lot of stuff, right? Like, you know, we could call you up today and be like, yo, I heard Johnny, no, no, no. Then somebody else call you, Johnny, no, 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 no. By the time you get to Johnny now, there's 15 different stories that haven't been edited, and now Johnny's giving you the raw cut. Make sense? Yeah. You wanted to say something, Daddy. I, I can see it in your face. What's up? Say, go ahead. Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> Man, I don't. Okay, as adults, you know, we are long. We're long since you know out of hot high school and that mentality and that level of maturity. I feel like. I feel like if you if you feel like something's not, whether or not you feel something's not going to work with somebody or you feel disrespected a lot, like me personally, I think I would only ever just clean cut, slice someone off. If I've repeatedly, it's like, you know, expressed to them, yo, what you're doing, what you're saying is mad disrespectful, whatever it is that they do and they keep doing it and they don't respect those boundaries then you're done because I explained to you time after time. And I give a lot of chances. I got a big heart, which is, I don't know. I think that's part of my downfall. I hope it won't be. Downfall. It's not a downfall. I got a big heart too, but I'm just stubborn as hell. Like I tell you twice, that's it. I'm but, you know, but then it's not fair if I never said anything at all and whatever right. they're doing is bothering me and they're unaware, then you can't really blame them because they don't know, right? A lot of people do shit you know, that that's either disrespectful or hurtful or just whatever. It's just bothersome. And they're not even aware. So then yeah. I think it's disrespectful. Like, if I did something that you don't like, I would want you to tell me. Because then I'm going to fix that behavior. You know what I mean? Or I'm not fix it. Huh? Or not fix it. Depending <laughs> yeah. on how the relationship is. Depend- exactly. Depending. Like, if, if someone's going to ask me to do something to make them feel more comfortable that's going to take me outside of who I am I'm going to be like all right cool then we're not we're not meant to be that's cool but at least you told me right mm-hmm. but if I'm doing something that's hurtful to you disrespectful whatever anything you don't like you don't like the way I chew my food I don't know whatever the fuck it, sorry whatever the heck it is then you just express hey, that it's okay to swear <laughs> my brother will bleep it out like you just heard me drop five <laughs> f-bombs with an mf okay? <laughs> just let it out. Like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that's, that's disrespectful to me. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I've had people say, like, yo, um, you know, I don't, I don't like when you speak a different language in front of me, which is cool, because they don't understand it. That is disrespectful. And I apologized, and I said, you know, sorry, my cousin does speak English, and, I, you know, next time I'll... I'll No more problems with my that particular friend. But I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I have been in situations where, you know, um, people who I've been friends with before and turn into something else and then, poof, nigga got abducted by aliens or something. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I haven't, I, up to this day, I still don't know what happened. 
And sometimes, like, before, like, it made me feel really bad about myself for a while, a very long time, because I just picked myself apart, and I was like, okay, well, because I struggled with my weight for a long time, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's because I gained a little more weight, you know, maybe I I was really stressed out, my skin, you know, maybe it was breaking out a little bit, maybe, I don't know, like, everything you could think of. I picked myself apart when I tell you I was like in pieces, like on the floor, wondering what the, the hell I did. Until one day I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, if this person who or these people who professed to be my friend and cared about me and told me that they wanted to build whatever with me and didn't have that, like that smidgen of respect to say, you know, I don't like you like that no more or whatever, something else came along, or I'm just dealing with my own shit right now and I don't have time for this, then they don't deserve to take space up in my mind. Absolutely. But it does hurt. It does. It definitely messes with you. It messes with your mind, for sure. I totally agree. And and it it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I've been ghosted. I mean, I guess because of me, my personal me myself it took me 10 minutes and then i said well whatever i'm good on to the next but yet again like i said this is just me i i don't really have time to always beg for forgiveness or ask for permission or try to be something somebody else wants me to be i can only be myself the loud belligerent dark skin toxic ass nigga I am okay <laughs> and if that toxicity you can't handle you ain't got no vaccine for it get the fuck up out of here I don't really care life is too short to dwell on somebody not wanting to mess with you cause guess what maybe that person just wasn't for you you know what I mean I put a post up on my IG the other day talking about people in general and sometimes you know, it's like bad food, you know what I mean? If you're not around people who have the same energy and have almost the same goals or just want to reach something higher, then, of course, if you're around somebody that's want to sit around all day, eat bag of chips and play video games and get fat, that's what's going to happen to you. Eventually, it's going to rub off. You know what I mean? So maybe that person realized that you were on your way up you know what I mean? Or maybe you took a stumble and they weren't willing to be there to pick you up. So they weren't even a true friend or a true companion to begin with. Because if you genuinely care about people, you can see. I don't like giving pet handlers money. I know half of them are using it for drugs. But every now and then I see one, I look at them, I analyze them for a second. Yo, here's a 20, man. I know you're going to use it for liquor or whatever, but here's a 20, man, hopefully. I sat a, I sat a, a drunk guy down the other day. Young black man, got a kid. I'm trying to fix my life, man, while he's holding a, a 60 pounder of liquor. I said, that demon right there is the reason why you ain't doing right. Clean yourself up, man. It's 2020. Find something that you're interested in and build yourself up. It's never too late. But sometimes people don't get that. You see what I'm saying? They can't be told that stuff. And if they can't be told that stuff, well, not can't. Sometimes they're not told that stuff. And sometimes they, it doesn't matter how much times you tell them. They're just going to run through that same brick wall. Even if the arms ain't working, all that other stuff. So, you know, yeah, it's not right to ghost people, but I do it from time to time. I can't lie. 
I am that demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You sure? I, I thought you wanted to see something else, free. That's that's why you know. You, so you good? Good. Ashley, you good? I'm good. Danny, you good? Good. <laughs> All right. Let's give a happy fuck boy welcome to, to what's his name again? Oh, the Booster C boy, Tory Lanez. So I got into an argument with my homeboy on IG Live. I didn't keep the recording. I should have. What do you women think about that whole scenario with Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion? How, how do you feel about it? His ego is just bigger than him. <laughs> I feel like he maybe, I think he tried. I don't know what happened. He could come up with a bunch of scenarios, but whatever mm. happened, they, like she said, they were in an argument and then she got up off the car and left to try to remove herself from that situation. So that should have been the end of it. She's gone. She's out of the car. She's she's like he was in the back seat. She was in the front seat. She dipped. Why do you need to? Why do you feel the need to? You know, pull out a Glock and shoot somebody in both feet. Like I don't know. He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. No excuses. I don't mean to be really disrespectful, but that's some Toronto nigga shit. Like <laughs> I, that, I really. Like that's a Rexdale type Jaden Finch nigga that would do some shit like that. Shoot a woman in her foot. Let's not be disrespectful to our country. We know Toronto niggas is wild, okay? They be wild. And how no, but how does it escalate? I wanna know how does an argument escalate to the point that you gonna shoot somebody in their foot? Exactly. That's what that's yeah. what I'm curious to understand. Like, what was the argument about? Have you all not watched Harlem Nights? Yes, I watch Harlem Nights many times. I don't want to be what, shot what, in my what, pinky what, toe. So you, you see how that that situation escalated very quickly. He was upset. <laughs> he came out there, put the paws on him. He realized he can't beat him. So what he do? You pull this pistol. He go listen. I'm tired of this. You gonna hold something? She said, "Yeah." Put a foot on, like, go ahead, pop. I'm not putting Torlene's in that. I'm just trying to make comedy out of this, this very bad situation here. Okay. Torlene's is a sucker. He's a simp. Whatever other name in the dictionary that could describe this short midget, balding, dickhead, you can use. In no way, shape, or form does altercation between a man and a woman need to end in violence. Forget the shooting. What's going on there? And they say hi. Say hi. No, she go. It doesn't need to end in violence, okay? Now, Megan has had reports of her beating up on some of her boyfriends. To some degree of being violent with them. I can't see a scenario or a situation where she's in the front and he's in the back and she has a chance to be violent with him, especially since he's sitting beside her best friend, which is another lady. For him to pull out his toolie, which I don't understand what, you got security, why you got that on you? Yeah. 
You have security. Why are you holding a firearm? Or did you ask your security guard for his firearm and let off of their foot? And that's why y'all try to make this whole smear campaign because I knew he did it. You know, like I said, the homie I was talking to, he, he was upset. He was trying to say, oh, street rules. You know, she shouldn't be telling. And I said, I can understand to a certain degree if she was in the street life. Okay. You know, like if it was Remy Ma, Renee, stop that. If it was Rem Remy Ma that this situation happened to, and she went on IG and told, I'd be a little upset. Because I'm like, Rem Remy Ma, you went to jail for shooting in front of some money. You couldn't just pick up a tool and go deal with it? Not saying that that's what you're supposed to do, but I'm just saying this is what you portrayed yourself as, a street person, somebody who doesn't call police, a person who deals with stuff with them and their people. Renee, stop that. I understand you're doing the flip, but do the flip in your room. You get me? Thank you. Sorry about that. Now, she only came out and said what she said because Tory Lane's PR people were trying to smear her the whole time. She was quiet the whole time until she started getting the reports that Tory Lane's and them were saying, oh, she's violent, she's this, she's that. And personally, we can't be out here talking about this Black Lives Matter and be getting on Megan Thee Stallion for telling on this goof. Because he shouldn't have done it in the first place. You know what I mean? It needs to matter all the time. Altercations should not escalate from fists to knives to guns mm -hmm. unless both people introduce them into the equation. Free? The floor is yours. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... What do I think about the situation? Tori's whack for it. You know, um, even if she was being physical or violent towards him, how? Weren't they in like some stretch suburban type business? How was she reaching him? You know what I mean? From Five, the front seven. Seat, so. They got long legs and long arms and that whap. She hit him with the whap. Nonetheless, for her to say, okay, argument done around, I'm not participating in this, and she's outside of the vehicle, and then you're shooting, I don't know if you're, he chose, he was trying to shoot at her directly, or around her, or what, you know, pop off shots behind her to scare her, but I think even just for the simple fact that you're taking a weapon that could have ended her life. What if, God forbid, that bullet hit the concrete and it ricocheted and went right through her back? Mm. Like, just the, thank goodness it didn't, but the, 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 how big and bad it could have really turned into. And then to know that you say nothing, and true, you don't owe the public any type of explanation for anything, so they say. But you are a celebrity. It's already out there in the atmosphere. And I think it's even more cowardice of him to, to not be honest about what happened and to let her almost take the heat because she's taking the brunt of what people are assuming are her actions, but also for him. And she even made a statement that I didn't call the cops. I didn't say anything because they're out here killing us right now. So I said nothing. So even still in her being the victim of his aggression she was still trying to protect him and this pumps is just i don't know he's just bye tori that 
y'all, y'all ain't got nothing else to add to that? <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Like, and people calling her a snitch didn't make sense to me because she's a civilian. She's not about that life. You know what I mean? So, and if something happened to her, she could talk about it. She wasn't like it's her experience. Exactly. It happened to her. It was her experience. Not like she was out there with Tori shooting people together. Like, you know, yeah. had it was it, it happened to her for no reason. And despite like her having the opportunity to to defend herself and to get justice or whatever, she didn't. Because she knew that he's a black man in America. She was fearful of what could happen. And she protected him for weeks. And he took it upon himself to start this whole foolishness to say that she did X, Y, Z when he knew that wasn't the truth. For what? You know? So I I think I'm glad that she did speak up. And I, I think that she should have spoken up sooner. But, you know, he's whack. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> He's like between a rock and a hard place because first, you know, society, we're, we're here, you know what I'm saying? We just in general say something, say something. How come she's not saying something? Say something, say something. She says something and then they're like, she's a snitch. Why is she talking? Or why is she putting it on the gram? And well, so what do you want? Yeah. She's damned if she does. She's damned if she doesn't. So as she's doing, she might as well just do whatever the fuck she pleases. <laughs> right but also too she's standing in her truth and saying no this is what happened since y'all you know so red yeah to find out and now that you guys find out it's not as salacious almost right it's not this really twisted glamorized um romanticized type happening <laughs> the guy is a fucking loser and he shot me in my feet that's what it is right there's not no i was jealous over kylie or I found out that he's fucking my best friend because that's another thing that's out there. You know, it wasn't any of that. There was an argument. It really isn't our business what the argument was about, right? But there was an argument. She said, I'm not having it. I'm out. He didn't like that. He needed to regain some power and some control. He shot her. Sad. The sad part is that this, happens to celebrities right but the sad part is that this happens to women that are nameless all the time where it's an argument or whatever it is and it escalates to violence mm -hmm. so instead of me personally, I just think that yeah, everyone's talking, oh, she's a snitch, or Tori's this, Megan's this. Yeah, but this should also bring light to a bigger problem, which is violence against women, which happens all the time, and there's women out there that don't have a platform or don't even get to share their story and say, hey, this nigga did this to me. So, to me, I think it's a bigger problem. Oh, definitely. That's that's why I made the statement of you're talking about Black Lives Matter, right? It should matter all the time. It, it shouldn't just matter when it's a cop killing a Black person. It shouldn't just matter when we feel like we're being discriminated against. Listen, if, if somebody works a nine to five, does not commit crimes, 
and somebody does something to them where they have to call the police, that person, yet again, let me repeat this, is not a snitch. We need to stop grouping everybody with 6ix9ine and, and um, Sammy the Bull and Frank Lucas and all these other tattletailers who dip their hand or dip their body in the, in the, in the dirty pool and then came out talking about, yo, y'all need to rinse me off. That ain't, that ain't happening. Okay. Um, women being abused is something that is so hard for people to understand at times. I don't understand why it is because, uh, I've seen women that have been in an abusive relationship and literally don't leave the relationship because they're afraid they're going to get killed. They don't say nothing because they're afraid they're going to get killed. Do you know what I mean? That has to stop. I understand that trauma, everybody deals with trauma differently, but somebody shouldn't be constantly, continuously being traumatized. And then you wonder why when they get free of that trauma, that's what they run back to because that's all they know. Do you know what I mean? We need to take women's uh, truths and take them as they are. It's not always true, but I can tell you 85% of the time it is. You know what I mean? I only say that because there's a football player. I know you guys don't really pay attention to sports, but several years back, his girlfriend claimed that he beat her up. He went through the whole thing. NFL suspended him. Come to find out, the girl said, I just said it because he's mad and he kicked me out the house. You know what I mean? So, yet again, it's, that's like 1%. Do you know what I mean? But there's a lot of guys out here who have mother issues, daddy issues, and they seem to take it on their significant other, and it needs to stop. They need to be put on blast. Amen. Do y'all have anything else y'all want to say? I don't, I don't know if this is kind of like derailing the conversation, but like, I feel like a lot of the times when stuff happens to women, it's always our fault. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, I saw something on Instagram the other day um, talking about Cardi B's divorce. And they were talking about, oh, I guess your walk couldn't keep him. Or I guess, like, you're like, you know, it's because you didn't cook. It's because you don't clean. It's because you don't do this. Why you can't keep a man? Why can't a woman just decide that this, this marriage isn't right for me anymore? This relationship isn't right for me anymore. I'm going to leave because that's what's going to better suit me. You know, why does it always have to be like your relationship didn't work out? So it must be that you're not, you know, you're inadequate as a, as a woman. Yeah, right. I, I think it kind of goes both ways, though. Sometimes the men get the same criticism, right? Why why should bring it up with you when you dick small? You can't, you can't stop fucking with these other chicks. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it goes both ways in that sense. But I fully understand what you're saying. And... To, to be completely and utterly honest for myself, um, I used to do the victim blaming. Me and my cousin got into an argument who I no longer talk to because he's funny, funny, and I don't mean ha-ha. But um, we were talking about some of the women with the Bill Cosby case. And I was saying to him, you know, I'm not saying that they deserve what they got, but if we have a house party and there's drugs all over the place, and there's orgies going on. If you don't want to be part of that, you shouldn't go in that house. I don't care if your best friend went in there. You tell your best friend, hey, listen, this is a little too, too, you know what I mean? Because you can't suspect that you're going to be safe in that environment. You can't. Bill Cosby 
Richard Pryor, all these older comedians, all these guys that was drugs. It's documented. They'd have parties at their houses or hotels, just like rock stars and stuff like that, and have drugs. Now, is it is it is it the woman's fault that she went in there? No. But at the same time, she did subject herself to an environment that isn't safe for her. If she didn't know that by all these women getting drugged before, then what are we talking about? For me, it's not that she didn't tell on them then. It's that she waited 30 years to talk about it. I understand Bill Cosby was a powerful man. Me, I had this conversation with the Me Too girl, like last year, I think. And she was telling me about her experience. And for me, even then and now, I still like, if somebody violated you, I don't care what the repercussions are going to be for that person. You need to say something. Because you can wait five years and people are going to say, I don't believe you. And you can say it now and people are going to say, I don't believe you. Which one, which one is going to damage you more? You living with that trauma for five years, letting it get built up, you seeing other people or seeing that person, or you just exposing that person for what they are. Right then and right there. Yeah, okay. It might take you a week. It might take you a month. But don't wait 20, 30 years and then say, yeah, well, this person, they touched me the wrong way. And expect the public. I'm not saying me, but the public, the general people out here to really have any sympathy for you. Because everybody's operating on different levels. Does that make sense? It does. But I know, I have a friend of mine and she told me how someone had violated her and it's not even someone that she knows right and this was in a professional setting someone violated and I was like my first instinct was like yo tell them like tell somebody and she literally said to me you know what maybe I was giving signals and that's when I realized, at that moment, I realized why victims might take so long to speak up. Because this person, I'm like, if this person did this to you and violated you, and this is a professional setting, um, it's not someone that you have like a relationship with, it's strictly professional, and this person violated like that, I'm sure he's done it to other people. And she's like, yeah, but I don't want to be the one to come out and say something first. Because she felt like I, it could be my fault. Maybe I was being flirty or whatever. And that's when I realized I can, now I can understand why some people like may not say anything. And it's hard for to be the first person to be like, hey, so-and-so violated yeah, I, I kind of feel like they should they should go to a therapist at minimum to let it out. I, like, I, I'm not oh, saying that they have to go to the police or anything right away, but you, you need to find somewhere where you can let it out and 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 get your 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 a piece of yourself back, as well as know what the scenario is. Also, us as human beings, our memories sometimes aren't the best. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we see something that wasn't there or, you know, we we remember something in a different way than somebody else. Just like the video we've seen, right? Like, 
the guy was like, oh yeah, we use protection. And she was like, nah, we didn't use protection. Our minds play tricks on us sometimes. But in that scenario of that person being violated, I always feel that they should step out some way, somehow, and find somebody to help them with that scenario. Because dealing with that trauma over time only leads to more scars. Do you know what I mean? Leads to more mistrust. Leads to situations that can become very toxic. And the other person may not even be that. But they're looking at that person in that eyes. Like my homegirl Sherry that uh, me and Free had a conversation with you know, a few weeks back, right? Like something traumatizing happened to her and it was a, a colored person. And every time she was around that group, anxious and, you know what I mean? I knew what the problem was. Some people didn't know what the problem was, but I mean, she found a way to talk about it. It took her a while to get over it, but for her, she called the police right away. Do you know what I mean? Dude, dude's a piece of shit and he violated it. And he had to go to jail. He had to be punished. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that should honestly be the outcome every time. I, I understand that there might be some, oh, well, maybe I did. It doesn't matter. That person shouldn't have violated you to begin with. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You think the kids in yeah. Africa that have no food sat there and said, oh, yeah, we'll wake up today and just have flies fly around me all day. No. During that scenario, we should, as a, a first world country, we should be helping them. We don't do that all the time, but you know what I mean? Like, people need to understand that we're, we're in a generation now where communication has to be the key. We can't be doing this. And it's not going to work. It's not going to benefit me. It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to be benefit others. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, ahead, I'm nodding. Um, I'm, I'm just nodding and agreeing. Yeah, no, that's what I got this time. Oh, that's you ain't got nothing else to say? You good? <laughs> oh, Danny, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, as you good? I'm good. All right, then. Well, I know this has probably been like a two-hour show. Y'all better watch the whole damn thing, okay? Like, comment, and subscribe. This is your boy, Kingy Crush Glass, and my beautiful <laughs> daughter, Nene. Say hi. Hi, Nene. Hi. <laughs> she got a drapey on her water. Yeah, I can hear it. So, anyways, it's your boy Kingy Crook Glass with my homegirl. This is Free Free La. And our two guests for today's episode Miss Sasha. Oh, Danny. All right. Thank y'all. Stay tuned and God bless.